what tends to attract people to anything is the fat loss, right? It's like, okay, I want to learn how to get here. Never really learning that it's the other side of dieting. It's the other side of the goal. That's actually the hardest and where most people honestly need a coach. They need someone to help them or have some accountability. And it's why that person has, you know, gained and lost the same year after year because they've never really learned the importance of the other side of dieting. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Okay, so this one has been a long time coming. And I think it may, hey, it may end up being a couple parts, but it's it's an area, it's a topic that doesn't get talked about enough. And even when it does get talked about, it's really with no solution, no strategy. and you know, it's probably in our coaching field, the biggest area that, you know, people need yet. What tends to attract people to anything is the fat loss, right? It's like, okay, I want to learn how to get here. Never really learning that it's the other side of dieting. It's the other side of the goal. That's actually the hardest and where most people honestly need a coach. They need someone to help them or have some accountability. And it's why that person has, you know, gained and lost the same year after year because they've never really learned the importance of the other side of dieting. Now, when most people think about the other side of dieting, the first thing they think about is that scale number. And what I mean by the other side is what's the what's the end line for you? Is it a certain number on the scale? Is it a certain size? So that person has something in their their mind, whether they want to admit it or not, that signifies the end. I was guilty of this. You know, uh, Weight Watchers set me up for that at first. It was 150. That once I would get to 150, like, you know, I I don't know what I was thinking, right? Actually, I know what I was thinking. I was thinking that I'd be able to go back to some of these old things that I missed, you know, oh, I missed driving through and getting that English muffin breakfast sandwich and then going to Chick-fil-A with, you know, Kai and then, you know, for dinner, just, you know, making this amazing, you know, dish with thick, rich sauces and Texas toast on the side. You know, I I loved all that. Uh, And I soon realized that that just could not be the case. But most people, they get to their goal. I see it all the time. They'll say, okay, I'm here. Awesome. Thank you. I've just loved working with you. And then I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What? 
you can't can't leave now. And some might be smart enough to let us, you know, do what they call, you know, most people call reverse dieting. And that is taking you out of that caloric deficit that you needed to lose the fat and slowly bringing those calories back up. But I say slowly, meaning it's an art. It's not something, you know, that most people, you know, will walk away and then just go, oh, well, I was eating it this amount and now I need to just increase. Okay, I'm doing it. It's hard because one, your body now has metabolically adapted. And I don't want this to be what this is truly about, but this could be an entire, you know, conversation. But the body is metabolically adapted to where you've been eating, meaning like you are now probably maintaining, if not maybe squeaking out little by little, a little bit of weight at that calorie amount that you're eating right now, which means if I was just to bump you to what we consider maintenance calories, which is, you know, your body weight times any, you know, 14 to 15, but 15 ideally, you'd gain fat immediately because you're metabolically adapted. Remember, as you are eating, you know, in a deficit, your body is looking for ways to reserve and conserve energy. And so this is why it adapts, right? It finds ways to adapt. So you have to increase those calories slowly, right? So let's assume that you even, you know, uh, do that slowly. Awesome. Now, the goal is to be weight stable as you increase those calories, right? But what most people don't understand, or maybe they've just, they've thought of like, oh, well, I'm at maintenance. It's like our brains flip a switch and we kind of like ease up because let's face it, at the end of a dieting phase, most people are very tired of dieting and tired of, you know, they'll even say I'm tired of sticking to it, which that already is another red flag because you've got to start to remember that on the other side of dieting, there's not a whole lot that's going to change in terms of behaviors, habits, lifestyle, and the food style, right? It cannot change. It cannot go back to the old way. You cannot go back to driving through four or five times a week or, you know, uh, skipping meals and, you know, going out for drinks three times a week. Like you, you can't, especially if you expect to keep it and you shouldn't want to, if you are really starting to look at things from a health perspective, which we all know that the health perspective is going to really help you keep lasting results. You know, a six pack abs temporarily will you know, motivate, for lack of a better word, someone. But what's really going to keep you there is having this long-term, you know, outlook on what you want. And that is, you know, a healthy body that the byproduct just will happen to be, you know, um, a lean one, especially if you follow kind of the formula that I'm going to talk to you about in terms of on the other side of dieting. So, So let's rewind a little bit and recap. So you're at the end of your diet. We've now we're starting to reverse diet. We call it a metabolic improvement phase. It's a dance. It's art. The client still needs to be really compliant. So if you're doing this on your own, remember you're tracking this, but you now need to be really compliant because it's like a science experiment, you know, um, and you need to be able to monitor things to know when you want to make the next bump up in calories until you get all the way to, you know, 14 to 15 times body weight. You know, I think the last time for me, I was like 14.3 because I do like to have a couple planned off time meals during the week. And I knew that that would offset it and I didn't want it to. So I set mine last time around there. And then from there, it's still, still 
this might be weeks. Think about it. If you ended your diet at 10 times body weight, you are now going to be weeks away from being around that 14. And I say that because, you know, let's say you're a client, it's every two weeks is a biweekly. I'm not making increases in between that, you know, plus you want to be able to hold steady and be weight stable. That first week, the scale may see a bump because, I mean, let's face it, you are eating more calories. So your body needs to, that metabolism needs to upregulate and uh, see that you are consistently now, you know, bringing in more calories. And that's just going to take some time. Once you're there, then I would say the harder part of the other side of dying happens. And that's because, you know, for those of you that are tired of weighing foods and tired of measuring foods, you know, this is where you have to learn if you are just an informed eater or you're a transformed eater. An informed eater is able to, you know, continue to go back to the plan, back to the plan, back to the plan, although they don't like to, but they they continue to do it. I was one of those people. You want to become the transformed eater and informed is still good. I mean, you still got to go through the informed. Everyone will have to go through this phase, but the transformed really keep it off when the rules are taken away. The diet plan is taken away. And let's all face it, we don't want to be on a diet forever. And the other side of dieting, when you really get there, should not include, you know, the, the, and I say the forceful, meaning like that you have to follow a plan. I say have to, because some of us on the other side do still enjoy, I say enjoy, but you know, we still like to weigh certain things. I like to weigh my nuts. You know, I like to weigh my fat sources essentially just because it can be easy for my eyes to see it as smaller. And before you know it, a little plus a little plus a little adds up to a lot. And if you want to maintain, that's slowly going to have you increasing body fat over time. And this is why you'll see the person that maybe over a year's time, they gain like six pounds. And that's because they've let all those little things, you know, catch up to them. So once you get to where you're, let's say, eating the 14, you know, to 15 times body weight, you now are going to start to become this informed eater. The first place I like to do it is dinner. I think that's a place where a lot of women, they miss, and men, you know, miss dinner as a family or with their partner. And maybe this weighing and measuring of things for so long has not allowed for that. So we first start out by just taking pictures of the weighed amounts on a plate. So you just, your eyes, you're going to delete these photos. This is not forever. This is just like a week exercise where you're like, okay, I'm going to take pictures of things. So I see what uh, maintenance calories. Remember, we've now increased calories. So now your brain needs to get used to what those portions look like and, and living like. This also transfers over and is a great thing to use when you then go out to eat so that you see when you know you're at Outback Steakhouse and they bring you a 180 gram chicken breast that you only need to eat half of that. Half of that is a good, decent amount of protein and portion for a person your size. This isn't going to be the life of what you can now get away with when you're no longer on a plan like I lived. It's about really transforming yourself. So you're going to first inform yourself by taking these photos. And this will just allow you to have reference because the next week, or call it two weeks if you want, The next time you're going, the next thing you're going to take away is weighing food at dinner. You're going to learn to eyeball. Still kind of using this meal template type thing where maybe you have 
a rotation of four to five meals that you've been eating at dinner. Now you're no longer going to be like weighing them, but still kind of keeping close to, you know, you're slowly taking things away if you notice and, and keeping it as tight as measurable as possible. So you see where maybe you are slipping up or where you start to just be too loose. For example, if I just got you to say maintenance and then I said, all right, well, just stop weighing everything. And you do that, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, you're up a couple pounds after maintaining doing those things. Well, then you're obviously over-consuming, but, you know, at some places, well, where? So this is where it's great to just slowly do it. You'll also see that there might be times where you do enjoy weighing, you know, and I say, again, enjoy loosely, and that you find comfort, it's easy. You know, oats is another one for me. I don't know why, I just doesn't take me but a second to weigh them and I like that you know I think it's probably because I have a, a water ratio formula um that you know just over the years so it's it's just doing what but again knowing you have the choice and knowing that if you start to feel that clothes are getting a little bit tighter or things are going in the wrong direction that you can tighten it up quickly by just Let's say that you'd only taken away dinner weighing, just start weighing dinner again to see, you know, you don't have to go so drastic. Like these people go extreme, like I'm doing a four day detox. I'm, you know, doing a juice cleanse. No, you didn't get there overnight. If you do this like correctly, like meaning stay, you know, I mean, if you're with a coach, I mean, stay with that coach through this time because the goal is to ultimately get to a place where you are, you know, not weighing and not measuring anything, and you're able to stay within, I would say a two to four pound range if you're if you're weighing, and 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 clothes staying in the same size clothes, but having a range in that you know sometimes they're a little snugger and looser, and using that as your gauge slash barometer to you know know if you need to tighten the reins, but that is only the little small part that you actually get to really measure because the truth of the reality is on the other side of dieting it's the transformed person it's the person that sees health it sees that meal prep will be something you always do in life like you have some bulk prep or you have you have things in your fridge because you know that your environment is stronger than your willpower and this is the person you've become that your house it reflects that your lifestyle reflects that you go on daily walks and you're not doing it for a calorie burn. You're doing it because movement matters. Your health matters. The long, the longevity of the body matters. You see the benefits of, you know, if you've listened to the last podcast on cardio with Eric, my husband, about, you know, getting out of this fight or flight and being in the parasympathetic and just seeing the power in that and not just seeing, you know, things as whether they're, they're, can'ts or can-haves and do's or do-nots. It's about what is best for me. What, you know, because for so many years when I just followed a program, it was like the moment I wasn't on the program following that plan, it was like, what can I get away with? And still, you know, not necessarily see it on the scale or, you know, and that that's the problem, honestly, with a lot of times macro counting is you can get away with stuff earlier in the day by letting your feelings vote. And at the end of the day, still make it balance out. And that still didn't truly reflect your best self because your best self really does learn to make less of those decisions in the moment and more of the long term. This is like a template meals that I like to rotate in and out and 
when this donut comes across my desk, I don't let my feelings vote. And I learned to say no, because this is what I said I was going to do. Because on the other side of dieting, this is why 95% of people regain their weight because they didn't change who they were. And then they don't have anything really to follow. And this is where the daily agreement cards or some sort of daily agreement that you need to agree to the day before needs to be put in place because otherwise people that are living the maintenance life and most never really get there and, and master it. And I, I, I say this because I really have learned to master this with lots of failing along the way, learning that it is one, still a daily practice, a harder practice because at least with fat loss, like you're working hard and on the other side, you're getting tighter you have to work just as hard in maintenance, if not harder, because you no longer have the plan and it just has to be your behaviors. It has to be that you have to learn to get up and meal prep. You have to learn to uh, not say yes to the extra spoon of peanut butter because you just know that that's just going to be overconsumption for you. It's learning that when you're out, although you want to order, you know, the apps, the dinner, the dessert, the drinks, and just stuff your face because you know you feel like you deserve it you know that that is not a better practice and you then put boundaries in place this is why as that person is learning to take away say the weighing and measuring the next thing they implement is food rules now i suggest first starting at meal to meal like what you're going to allow but you know uh then maybe it might be food rules for the week for that person where it's like, you know what, I'm going to allow for three glasses of whatever drink I want during the week. If I want to take all three at once, or I'm going to have a glass three times during the week, I get it. I am going to allow for one dinner out with my family out at a restaurant where I'm just going to, you know, make good choices, but no rules on what I can have. Maybe the next person might be like, well, I'm going to allow to go out, but there's going to be no apps no drinks. You know, point being, you start choosing food rules again. So you have something to keep you in check. It's like training wheels. You know, it's like the gutters on bowling, you know, when you go bowling in the lanes, it's there to help you not hurt you. It's because, you know, our not so great self is sometimes going to pop out. And so I don't want to risk that at first. You got to learn to earn this new lifestyle by testing it, testing it with, you know, looser and looser boundaries and guardrails and see if you still show up until eventually, hopefully, you're at a place where you really don't need anything. Hey, I'll be the first though to say, I'm not that person. I have 1100 plus days of using the daily agreement cards because I'm not there yet. Sometimes you know, I still need a nutrition agreement. Sometimes I still need a food rule. You know, sometimes I, I just need something there because I tend to still test it and still see what I can get away with. And I have to always remind myself of that health aspect like so many need to. And so take it from me. If you want to make the other side of dieting, one, successful, um, follow this. Take it seriously and already remind yourself that this is not going to be easy. I think when people start to tell themselves that, I mean, you just put on the armor to prep yourself for that versus the person that I get to the finish line of, you know, I hit 150 
when I hit 150 with Weight Watchers, I took this big sigh of relief. Like it's done. It's over. I can now. And then it like, it hit me. I actually can't. I can't go back to that weight, especially if it's going to be something I keep. And when that was the, when I finally realized that, and that wasn't until years later, but when I finally realized that I cried, I cried because I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? So you don't want to stay in that place of crying forever. And that's what a lot of people that they, they stay victim to this, this new lifestyle. And instead of crying over it, I leveled up. And by leveling up, I mean, I became this new person. I became the person that meal preps. I became the person that eats a certain way when I go out. I am not going to be that person. If I want to live like the top 5%, I cannot expect to not do the things the top 5% do. And that is they just live a more disciplined life. They do keep promises to themselves. They do have food rules that keep them in check because they know better than to leave it to willpower. They know better than to, you know, keep all those things in their home that tempt them. They know better. They learn from their mistakes. This is where the DACs also help you. Instead of shaming yourself when you have a loss, you, you put new strategies in to show yourself like what would have you learning, you know, what would have had the win and that's a learn. So remember this, the other side of dieting, it's the hard side. It, it never stops, never stops. Because when you stop, guess what? You regain. When you stop, guess what? You no longer look your physique best or wherever you have finally gotten to. So the faster you learn that, the faster it is for you to accept that you got to level up. And on the other side of dieting, that's the, that's, that's the place that most people need to spend more time really, really getting good at. All right, that's it for you today. Hope you like this one. Share it. Leave me a review. I want to know like what you want to hear from me, what you want to learn. Do you like me taking you down in this area with fitness and, and health? Or do you want me to go right back into mindset? Or hey, a little bit of both. Let me know. Okay, I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about, I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend, you know, tag me in it. Go give me a review you, of course, if you're really feeling it and rate me, you know, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission.